Hi everyone, good morning and welcome to the Refiner's Funnest Podcast once again. I welcome you sincerely to this medium where the stairs of revival, intimacy and transformation will consistently stir the hearts of men back to God. And I am your host, Ebenezer Bassi. And by the mercies of God, I don't take this opportunity, this privilege for granted, wherein the Lord has enabled us to be communicating his heartbeat to us time. And please, by the mercies of God, I want you to pay attention. I want you to follow me carefully, even as I unveil the totality of today's podcast episode. I hope that you have been blessed or you were blessed in or on hearing our last podcast episode. And I also believe that you are able to navigate in and out of the will of the Lord right now. Okay. I told you, I've told you severally that my joy, my biggest joy is to the end that men, men will find God again. Yes. All right. So thank you for always listening. Thank you for sharing this podcast episode. And I don't take this for granted. All right. So today I am going to be talking to us specifically about something unique. And and um, the topic of today's podcast came by or from... Um, a revelation so I, I was within the week I I laid down and I fell into a trance and <laughs> though I may not be able to go into details of what happened or what I saw in the trance but um, in that I was being thought and, and then one of the things that came to my spirit was this um, is the Holy Spirit only empowering men to speak in tongues without helping them live the life of Jesus Christ is a question now you should you should really pay attention to this because um, I don't think Pentecostals or um, the wave of Pentecostalism is going to be happy with me right now but I have to communicate this that I have to communicate for the sake of those that um, the Lord is um, aiming to rescue or to help by his mercies okay so um, the topic of today's podcast episode is for he will not speak of himself. Now, this was uh, the conversation of Jesus or, or the teachings of Jesus to his disciples in John chapter 16 and verse 16. And he was introducing the Holy Spirit to, to his disciples. And it was very clear. Now, I did a podcast episode sometimes ago and I was very clear and I, the podcast episode was titled the regimes of the trinity and in that episode i i I clarify some things i want to be touching um in today's podcast episode by the message of god so i said that um there are regimes of trinity and 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 god was the pioneer of the first regime Jesus Christ was a pioneer of the second regime and the Holy Ghost was a pioneer or is the pioneer and the current pioneer of the third regime of which we are currently existing in, okay? Now, I want you to understand that before each of this regime came in, apart from the regime of God the Father, 
before the regime of God the Son and the regime of the Holy Ghost. Pay attention carefully. There was an announcement. Now, Isaiah, the foremost prophet in the Bible, had announced, giving a prophetic foresight of what was or what was to come. Yes, what is to come. And there was um, uh, an excitement and anticipation. There was a, a wind of expectation in the air and everyone was expecting. And then Jesus Christ was given birth to via of through a virgin a virgin and then we know the rest of the story but what interests me was that the second was that of the second announcement of Jesus Christ at the Jordan and I follow me carefully I, I just want to expound something to us right now now when Jesus was about rounding up his ministry on earth, Jesus Christ had to tell them, "Come, I will not leave you comfortless. I send a comforter. I'm bringing someone." Now, now Jesus Christ had to announce the Holy Spirit. He had to tell them. So, because of this communication, because of this teaching, there was another wave of anticipation in the air. There was expectation. I mean within the disciples what, what could the holy spirit be what could the holy spirit be and one of the most important statements jesus made that i'm going to be emphasizing i mean i'm going to be more emphatic emphatical on is that jesus said in john chapter 16 from verse 13 he said this spirit this person he shall not speak of himself that, 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 that just caught me and that is going to be the centrality of our podcast episode today. Now, I, I made a statement earlier. I said, by the message of God, I was taken into a trance and I was being thought in the trance. Now, the question that came out of my spirit was this. Is the Holy Ghost in the life of a believer just to help the believer speak in tongues and not teach the believer the life of Christ? It's a question that we need to pay attention to. We need to deliberate on and we need to take our time in answering. Now, you're going to know why I'm asking this question. And see, it is not time for... We are not being overly spiritual right now. In fact, we're not even speaking in tongues today. But I just want to expound some things to us so that we can be very conscious or let me say more conscious about our daily interactions with God. God, our daily interactions with the Spirit of God, and most especially our daily interactions with where I mean our expected de destination. Now, how, what, what do I mean? Now, because of the strength of your expectation, I mean, of where you are going to, you will be able to number your days as a service. We say, Teach us, O Lord, to number our days that we will apply our hearts to wisdom. So, if you're not able to number your days, it is possible that you're going to live your life in frivolities. But that is actually by the way. So, then if the Holy Ghost was not to come and speak of himself, what was his genuine agenda? What was his genuine intentions? Pay attention and you'll be blessed. Now, we are going to be checking the role or the function of the Holy Spirit. I mean, somehow, if you want to give a second title to this podcast episode, you can say functions of the Holy Spirit or the ministry of the Holy Spirit. But I am extremely emphatic about, for he shall not speak of himself. All right? So, like I said, there was a wave of anticipation in the air and the disciples had to wait on the coming of the promise 
of the Holy Spirit. And a lot of us reading Acts chapter 2, a lot of things happened. It sound like a mighty rushing wind, cloven tongues of fire, and they began to speak in other tongues, beautiful. And I know this is what we we love professing and we like quoting and then i am i am hearing um a kind of um, a doctrine yes a kind of doctrine that if one has the holy spirit in him oh there must be evidence of speaking in tongues <laughs> i am not here to argue doctrine not at all not at all yes is it good for a believer to speak in tongues my god it is advantageous it is not just good it is extremely advantageous that's why i say i'm not here to argue doctrine and i will not argue doctrine here but the truth of the matter is that i will be extremely emphatic about the statement jesus made in john chapter 16 verse 13 for he shall not speak of himself so what did he come to do who did he come to speak of that is the thing we need to pay attention to. If this spirit coming, he is the pioneer of this third regime and the current leader of this regime, and he cannot speak about himself, what is he here to do? We need to pay attention. Did he just come to help us speak in tongues? After speaking in tongues, what next? Please pay attention and you will be blessed. So, it is extremely pathetic that Pentecostalism or um, the Pentecostals right now believe in, um, oh, when the Holy Spirit is around, you speak in tongues, you must speak in tongues, you are filled with the Holy Spirit, this and that and that and that, which is actually, I mean, not extremely, let me say, totally wrong. But there is a part that we are extremely, extremely eradicating from this equation now if jesus said this spirit this person will will not be speaking of himself but will be speaking yes will not be speaking of himself who then will this person be speaking about hmm. i want us to understand that the trinity there is so much synergy now it is not, I've said it before, it is not God the Father, God the Son, God the Holy Spirit. Like I said, we're talking about one God expressing himself in different variations, okay? Now, he chooses to act as a spirit. He chooses, now, he came as a God to die for humanity. Jesus was still God. The Holy Spirit is still God. Now, what is the function of the Holy Spirit? And please pay attention. The major function of the Holy Spirit, like I said, is to teach the believer about the person, the person, most especially the person and the principles of Jesus Christ. And I want you to understand that whenever we are talking about personality, we are talking about nature, we're talking about characteristics, we're talking about what makes up an individual. So if your Holy Ghost will only stop at speaking in tongues, you need to go back and recheck if you truly gave your life to Christ. If your Holy Ghost will only help you speak in tongues and not teach you daily about the person of Jesus Christ, the principles of Jesus Christ, then we'll have a question mark on your salvation story. With all due respect, with all due respect. So you find out that a lot of people speak in tongues, a diverse kind of tongue. In fact, I mean, some tongues can be so scary. I mean, I'm just looking at, imagine how Satan will be trembling, you know? But then, but then, but 
our lives are extremely opposite from the things we profess. By what spirit do you speak in tongues? And by what spirit do you tell lies? By what spirit do you speak in tongues? And by what spirit do you masturbate? By what spirit do you speak in tongues? And by what spirit do you fornicate? Is it a question we need to take up? You, you don't rush to answering these questions. So why is it that your Holy Ghost only stopped at speaking in tongues? <laughs> Follow me and you'll be blessed. Why is it that your Holy Ghost stopped at speaking in tongues? So if we call those Christians that can speak in tongues, you'll be one of them. But then your secret life is an opposite of the reflection of Christ. So he did not come to speak of himself. What did he come to do? He came to teach us about the Christ. Anything other than this is counterfeit. Yes. The person of Jesus consists of a lot of things. And I'm going to show you gradually. I'm going to show you gradually. The principles and the person of Jesus Christ. So this was the function of the Holy Spirit. So how will you say that the Holy Spirit of God is in you? Or you have the Spirit of God and then your life does not reflect it. I love talking about those guys at Antioch because it was so unique. It was so beautiful that they were living expressions of the Christ. Now, follow me and let us find out some things about the Holy Spirit. Now, I want you to understand that of all the gifts given to mankind by God, there is none greater than the presence of the Holy Spirit. Pay attention. Now, the Spirit has many functions, roles, and activities. But first, He does a work in the heart of all people everywhere. Now, Jesus told the disciples, pay attention that he will send the spirit into the world to convict the world of guilt in regards to sin and righteousness and judgment. John chapter 16, verse 7 to 11. My God, this is, this is so explicit. I mean, it is so unique. It is so... So, can we find... Have, have we seen the, the main and the first function of the Holy Spirit? Now, I told you that his activity, his agenda was what to tell you about Christ. And what is the mandate of Christ? To convict men of sin. Come, this is your this is, I'm coming. I'm going, to, I'm going to show you. Now, one of the mandates of Christ, permit me to use that, okay? Now, I'll take it again. Say first, he does a work in the heart of all the people everywhere. Now, Jesus, like I said, he said he will send his spirit into the world to convict the world of guilt in regards to sin and righteousness and judgment so everyone has a god conscience pay attention there's no one they, see i see a lot of things and i don't know if i'm going to be able to talk about it by i mean even as we delve into this podcast episode but i i did a podcast episode on legalizing sin you can go over there in and i in that episode i was um emphatic about 
um, people, you know, because of their inability to come out of a sinful life, they look for scriptures, they look for backings, they look for things to cover up their mess. Okay, now, now this is the agenda of Jesus. The agenda of Jesus was to, to convict men. This is one of his agenda. Now, pay attention. He said, everyone has a God conscience. So even when we try to, I mean, kill that conscience, even when we try to, you know, because of our inability to, to stay with God until we are completely formed, even when we try to, I mean, use scriptures to cover up sins and everything, everyone has this God conscience. And follow me carefully. He said, whether or not they admit it or not, they have it. So the Spirit applies the truth of God to minds of men to convince them by fair and sufficient argument that they are sinners. So responding to their conviction brings men to salvation. Pay attention. I don't know. Do you understand the progression? So whether we admit it or not, everyone has that God conscience. So you know that what you're doing is sinful, you know, because of the presence of the Holy Spirit, whether you're a believer or not. So admitting whatsoever happened, okay, and responding to that which you are corrected or convicted of is the beginning of salvation or what brings men to salvation. That is accepting Jesus Christ as the Lord and personal Savior. So once we are saved and belong to God, the Spirit takes up residence in our heart forever, sealing us with the confirming, certifying, and assuring pledge of our eternal state as a student. So Jesus said he would send the Spirit to us to be our helper, comforter, and, and guide. And this was in John chapter 16 from John chapter 14 from verse 16. He said, I will pray the Father and I will give you another comforter that he may abide with you forever. So the Greek word is translated counselor, which means one who is called alongside and has the idea of someone who encourages and exhorts. So the Holy Spirit takes up a permanent residence in the heart of believers. Now follow me carefully. Let's read Romans chapter 8 from verse 9. He said, But ye are not in the flesh, but in the spirit. If so be, this, that the Spirit of God dwells in you. Now, if any man have not the Spirit of Christ, he is none of his. Now, First Corinthians chapter, uh, let's read, um, okay, okay, let's read First Corinthians chapter 12 verse 13. He said, for by one Spirit we are all baptized into one body, whether we be Jews or Gentiles, whether we be born or free, and have been all made to drink into one Spirit. Okay, now what the centrality of this verses are written that Jesus gave the Spirit as a compensation for his absence. I, I made that clear earlier. To perform the functions towards us which he would have done if he had remained personally with us. So, like I said, that is why that is why I said these are in regime. Now, Jesus Christ was not meant to stay with us. Jesus Christ was not meant to stay that long with us. Okay? So, he had to leave so that the Holy Spirit could come. So, amongst those functions is that is that of a revealer of truth. So, the Spirit 
presence within us enables us to understand and interpret God's word. Now, I talked to you about the agenda of Jesus Christ, okay? Of sorry, the agenda of the Holy Spirit. And I said, one of the agenda of the Holy Spirit is to reveal or expound to us the person and the principles of Jesus. And how do, does he do this? Now, he won't, he won't just sit down and the Holy Spirit will start talking to you about, no. He takes you back to his word. And that is where we have come. I think this is our third point. So after um, convicting the world of sin, he does a lot and then he brings us or he, he becomes the revealer of the truth. So your hunger for Jesus, the, the, the hunger he places in your heart on a daily basis will consistently drag you back to the place of prayer, to the place of study. And then while you are yet studying, the Holy Spirit will, like Philip to the Ethiopian, you know, understand what thou readest. Do you understand? The Holy Spirit will expound, reveal truth to you. Pay attention. So the Spirit's presence within us enables us to understand. Alright? He helps us to understand and interpret God's word. So Jesus told his disciples that when the Spirit, He, the Spirit of truth, comes. Remember, He is a person also. He will guide you into all truth. Before this, Jesus Christ said, there's a lot I would have said, but I know you cannot bear them. Now, because you cannot bear them, another teacher is coming. Another, uh, another regime is coming. And funny enough, the mode of oppression will be actually different from my mode of oppression. Now, same with God, same with Jesus, and same with the Spirit. The mode of oppressions have been different from inception. Remember how that God was always going to the garden to fellowship with man. Remember how Jesus Christ came to die for man. Now the Holy Spirit is coming that he will become our guide, our comforter. Okay? So you can see that the mood of oppression is different. Okay? Now pay attention. So he reveals to our minds the whole counsel of God as it relates to worship, doctrine, and Christian living nothing other than this and this centralized about jesus the christ the person the principles of jesus nothing other than this so he is the ultimate guide going before leading the way removing obstructions opening the understanding and making all things plain and clear he leads the way we should go in all spiritual things so without such a guide we would be apt to fall into error. So a crucial part of the truth he reveals is that Jesus is who he said he is. Okay? So like I said, he tells us about Jesus. So your Holy Ghost will stop us speaking in tongues. There is a problem. Because as the Holy Ghost reveal, begins to reveal the personalities and the principles of Jesus Christ, the next thing that happens is that he helps you conform to the very image of the Christ. So anything other than this, there is a question mark. So for six years you've been speaking in tongues and your lifestyle hasn't changed. To whom do we deceive? To whom? So, the Spirit convinces us that Christ's deity and incarnation, His being the Messiah, His suffering and death, His resurrection and ascension, His exaltation at the right hand of God, and His role as the judge of all, He gives glory to Christ in all things. Alright? 
so the Holy Spirit comes to tell us ah, Jesus Christ was not actually lying. He came to earth. He died. He resurrected. There was no lie about what he said. It was actually true. He comes to convince us. He comforts us that there is a hope. There is hope in eternity. There is hope of eternity. Now, sorry, um, the centrality of my em- emphasis today is to the end that we will always check ourselves. I've told you, whenever you come to the refiner's furnace or whenever you happen to, I mean, go to our podcast channel to listen to any of our podcast episodes, you should be ready to change sincerely. You should be ready to to turn and leave. So, in as much as the speaking in tongues is beautiful, Apostle Paul taught us a lot about the advantage of speaking in tongues. I mean, as a believer, and then he, he told us when he's even speaking unto men that we're speaking unto is the language of angels. Okay, we, we understand that. But as beautiful as that will be, please, have we, have we, I mean, taken advantage of the ministry of the Holy Spirit? So, what has the Holy Spirit told you about Jesus Christ? Is your life conforming to the very image? Is your Holy Ghost preparing you to meet Jesus Christ at the end? Hmm? Or you just want to live carelessly? Because you speak in tongues, you feel you have made it. I don't know why I'm really emphatic about this. The Holy Spirit will only come to speak about Jesus Christ. He reveals the truth about his person. He convicts man. He convicts humanity of sin. He drags you back to knowing the Christ for yourself, for who he is, for what he is, and for everything that relates to the Christ. Child of God, I am just begging you, let your knowledge of the Holy Spirit, let your relationship with the Holy Spirit not stop at speaking in tongues only. Let your relationship of the, with the Holy Spirit go beyond just tonguing into becoming the reflection of Christ. And what do I mean? I talk about the nature, the nature of this personality. I talked about the nature of God in one of our podcast episodes like that. You can go and check it out. I, I spoke clearly about it. So how can you say you have the Holy Spirit and then when we check your life, we are looking for love. We are using torchlight to search. Where is love? When, ah, how can you say you have the Holy Spirit and then you don't have patience? How can you say you don't have, you have the Holy Spirit and the variations of love is not expressional in your life? You don't have the Holy Spirit. You're just religious. You only learn speaking in tongues in church. You learned it because you saw a brother speaking and you, you are you were feeling guilty. You could not speak. You learned it. Because if truly the Spirit of God is in you, the variations of the giftings of I mean, I mean the fruit of the Spirit, which is a love, should be evident in you. It starts from there. And I hope you know that this is the Spirit of God. I mean Elohim himself. So if you have the spirit, I mean the fruit of the spirit expressional in its variations in you, I tell you the truth, you are like Christ. The mind of Christ is in you. I tell you nothing but the truth. Because this is the totality. This is the expression of who God is. And the Bible says, for God is love. So while we check your life, while we check your life, is there love and all its variations are you kind are you forgiving are you patient 
child of God, this is all I came to tell you. Let's check our lives. Let us recollect the totality of our existence. And I'm sure I know that the Lord by his mercies will help us. I don't know why, but I don't know if you can pray with me. And the prayer is, Lord, help me to look like you. May I take advantage of the ministry of the Holy Spirit. Oh, if you are saying this prayer, say it with all your heart. Say, Lord, help me. Help me to look like you. Help me to take advantage of the ministry of the Holy Spirit in my life. Oh, thank you, Father. All right, so that's all I have for you today. Please, you can share this podcast episode to everyone that needs to hear. Let them hear, and I'm sure that this will be a blessing to somebody. Thank you so much for joining us for this week's episode. Till I see you same time next week.